Welcome back to the My Story in 30 podcast. My name is Paige Fong. I'm the Fit for Business lead, and today we have Matricia here with us. If you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Matricia. I am going into my third year in the business management program. I'm majoring in HR, and I've recently been admitted to the co-op program as well, so I'm very excited to start that. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us today. Really exciting to hear that you're able to get your mission to co-op. Um, so congratulations. It'll be such an exciting journey as you continue your path at Ted Rogers. Um, with that, uh, can you share a little bit about your experience at Ted Rogers so far? Because I know that you're part of the cohort that came in during COVID, and obviously now that the pandemic is behind us, we're back in person. Transition year into an in-person slash hybrid model of school. Um, and for a bit of context, uh, so my last two years of high school was completely virtual. So I didn't have a prom, I didn't have a grad. Um, you know, I graduated on Zoom. <laughs> So it was very interesting to come into a university setting uh, with like everything kind of very loud and diverse and there was many, many events going on. So in my first year, I would say it was definitely like the year that I was definitely the shyest. I didn't take advantage of it. Um, and you know, as the years progressed, you know, definitely goals changed, ideas kind of kind of came to life as you meet with people and kind of share experiences. So the story itself has always kind of been a whirlwind of different things that I'm always interested in. Yeah, totally. I think that's also really interesting that like your last two years was of high school was virtual. Um, your first semester was most likely kind of hybrid coming in and then you're fully like immersed into TRSM. Um, during that time, can you share like what you had felt going from like the virtual to the like how busy and how like um, loud like you had said uh, Ted Rogers is? Can you share like a little bit about how you felt kind of coming back into person? Yeah, definitely. It was anxious. Like I, that was like the biggest feeling coming into um, such a loud university. Um, you know, you know, you don't know what you're going to kind of be handed to you. You don't know if you're going to you know meet new people or if you're going to be um, as shy as you were in a completely virtual setting where it's easier to kind of just keep yourself on mute and go about your day. Um, so I was very anxious. I didn't really know what Ted Rogers had to offer in my first year as well. So like I wasn't as involved as I was would like to be. You know, it was definitely like go to class, come home, go to class, come home. Um, and so to kind of progress that, it had to be a lot of me stepping outside of my comfort zone especially in my second year, um, to kind of at least change that anxiety into something a little bit more positive. Yeah, definitely. I think that like it's really challenging to put yourself out there, um, especially when you're so comfortable, like you had said, being mute a lot of the time. Um, now that you're moving, that you're actually going into your third year, how is your second year? Oh, my second year was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should start there. Um, you know, my second year, I kind of made a goal, like like the biggest, like broadest, I would say, goal was to uh, be more like myself as I was before COVID, you know, because before COVID, I was definitely someone a little bit more outgoing, um, definitely like a bubbly personality. Um, and COVID kind of really took a lot of that away from me. And so I wanted it back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I made an, an effort to kind of get involved as much as I could and stick with the things that I was comfortable with, but I also didn't really have as much experience. Um, so I joined some student groups, I got involved with career boost positions, and 
I also got involved with a lot of events that I didn't really see myself um, ever signing up for. Mm -hmm. um, fun fact, I bought a blazer for the first time. Oh, very nice. <laughs> so it was nice. Like I felt very involved in my major as well as my future career as well. Yeah, so I took as much initiative as possible in my second year. Yeah, that's amazing to hear such a big transition um, from your first to second year. Um, I know also like your personal journey uh, in your first year had a lot of ups and downs. Um, do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So for context, um, I kind of came into my first year with a very good GPA. Uh, maybe, you know, online school contributed to that. <laughs> but I did come in with a very good uh, GPA. Like I came in to TRSM with a scholarship in my first year. Um, so in my head, like I assumed that it would be easygoing for the remainder of the five years. Um, but I couldn't have been more wrong <laughs> because my first semester of fall was definitely the hardest, both like mentally and like academically, because I've never experienced trying to get through a university course on Zoom. Um, and it was hard, like I, I didn't know how to navigate learning a course while also like balancing family life and work life. And so mental health definitely took a hit. Um, and when you're used to kind of getting good grades and like making your parents proud, you know, it sucks to kind of feel that like slipping away from you almost because you feel like you're letting your entire family down um, when you're kind of going through something that's so new, so foreign territory. Um, and so I used to, you know, like quite candidly, I used to like sit at my desk for almost like 12 hours a day. Um, I wouldn't go outside, like I would kind of just like study. <laughs> and the worst part is like I never saw results, mm -hmm. like after all that hard work put into getting, or not even getting, like keeping up such good grades, I never saw the results that I wanted and I felt like I was letting everybody I loved down. Um, and so that kind of eats at you after a while, like day after day. Um, and so first year was rough. Like that first semester, I remember just being very anxious all the time, yeah. um, not really enjoying my first semester of university. is such a sad way to start. And so I really genuinely thought it would be like that for the rest of my five years. Um, and so, and maybe even switching programs because I just felt like this wasn't for me. Like I don't have what it takes. Um, and like oddly enough, like, I actually had to be vulnerable and go to the people who I was afraid to tell the most. I had to tell my parents, I had to tell my family, like, hey, like, I'm not doing okay right now. Um, I need help, like, what do I do? Um, and it was so insane to me that I was scared in the beginning to tell them this because they were actually the most supportive coming out of this whole experience. Uh, especially my dad, like my dad is literally my hero. Um, and so when I was so honest with him about how I was feeling, he gave me like the most solid piece of advice. He was like, um, if it's not something you can worry about in the future, focus out, focus like on what you're able to change now. And so he said, instead of like sitting at your desk 12 hours a day, like go outside, you know, take a walk with me, come spend time with the people that you love. Um, and I was like, Dad, like, you're crazy. Like, how am I going to get good grades stepping away from my stuff? And he goes, like, just trust me, you know, like, come with me. Like, let's go for a walk. Let's go to the beach. Um, 
And I was like, at first, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm going to fail. <laughs> like, I'm not going to. Like, but you know what? Like, I was like, okay, whatever. If I'm going to, you know, um, I may as well just do it for the sake of doing it. And it wasn't until I started taking those breaks and I started, you know, spending time outside of my laptop where I actually began to see results in my grades. And it was, it's like, the, like, I feel like you could make a study about this because I still to this day don't know how it happened. Um, but it was, it was seriously wasn't until I like stepped away and just kind of took a breather for myself where I actually began to like going to class more. And I think it's, it really depends a lot about your mood and your confidence when you go to class. Um, but that very same semester, I ended off Dean's List. I ended off with a high GPA. I ended off with scholarships. Um, and so it was such a roller coaster of events that to this day, I'm like, first year was such a wild <laughs> year that I have no idea how I managed to pull it off in the end because it started off so rough mm -hmm. but if it's you know if it's something that you don't understand go to people that you care about go to people who you trust and ask for advice because I'm almost guaranteed that they'll be able to give you a fresh perspective on whatever it is that you're facing yeah and I think that's so interesting like um, also what you had said about like the family pressures of like getting good grades early on and like you wanting to maintain that and obviously that you had gotten a scholarship coming in you wanted to maintain that GPA because otherwise you can lose that as well too um, but I think it was just interesting that like even though you're scared to talk with them they were your biggest supporters they were yeah and sometimes I think that's something that more people need to hear as well because there like there's a lot of people that have a lot of family pressures um, being that we come from a commuter school, a lot of the students here are, um, maybe this might be their first time in university across their family. Like they're the first ones to come to university. So there are a ton of uh, pressures there. We have a lot of international students coming and joining us too. So there are pressures to get good grades. Um, but I think just having that support system and being able to voice like, I need that support, I need help. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I'm doing wrong, but I just know something's not working for me. And just waiting for that response to get back. I think it's also really great that your dad was just like, come for a walk. Just wait, wait until you see what this can do for you. Because um, that is that is definitely proven to also like your mental health. Like if you're going for walks, you're going for breathing fresh air, um, you're taking time away from things that stress you out, you're more likely to come in with a good attitude and retain a lot more of that. So exactly what you had just said. Um, so I really appreciate you sharing that with us because that's, it's challenging, right? Like coming into your first year, having total ups and downs, just trying to figure out how to navigate it. The way that you learn also in high school, online um, versus the way that you learn in university is extremely, extremely different too. So just trying to figure out what works for you, what doesn't, obviously sitting <laughs> for 12 <laughs> hours a day may not be the answer for some, but it might work for, for other people too. So you just kind of have to find that balance. Is there something um, other than doing walks um, that really kind of like led you to the other side or giving you like more of a positive outlook? Mm -hmm. um, other than walks, like I definitely used to spend um, a lot of my time um, indoors alone. So I made it kind of a goal to spend time with other people as much as possible. So I definitely spent time with, you know, friends and um, that's how I kind of got to meet new people on campus because I've made that initiative to kind of go out, mm -hmm. <laughs> go to events, go see people, meet people. 
Um, I took initiative, signed up for a career boost position. I didn't even know that was a thing in my first year. Um, but in my second year, I kind of found out this was something that was available for undergrad students to kind of get a paid position. Do you want to explain maybe what the Career Boost program Yeah, for sure. So the is. Career Boost program is available for, I believe, undergraduate students um, who are looking for uh, paid either part-time or full-time work. Um, summer, fall, winter, it doesn't matter. It's very flexible, actually. Um, and it's basically jobs around campus. So if you're interested in, you know, maybe working at the BCH, for example, or um, at the CCNSS down at the podium building, um, there are tons of jobs available for students who are looking to kind of maybe increase um, experiences on their resume or things like that. So it was something that I really um, and I did, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how I got to meet a lot of people. Um, some of the coworkers that I've met are still good friends to this day, so it's very nice. And the biggest like added bonus is that they're all TMU students as well, at least the student staff is. Um, and so it's nice to kind of catch up with like a staff member who's also a student. Um, you can kind of share experiences, share different you know stories who are diff in different programs, different faculties. Um, so it was nice, like, that was definitely something that I really took part in. Awesome. Yeah, the Career Boost program is great. It, like you said, it's available for all um, undergraduate students. You just have to apply to be part of the program, and then you can see all the jobs that are available to students. Um, it's also available for international students as well, too, so there's lots of jobs um, on campus. Um, I wanted to ask you also, like, going from being kind of introverted, um, being more in your shell in your first year, to getting involved. Do you remember maybe like the first uh, like big event with a lot of people around that you attended and what you had felt in that moment? I do actually. Funny you ask that. Um, the first like big like change I noticed was um, student groups. I never again, which is so embarrassing to admit, but I didn't really know they were a thing in first year. Um, and so it wasn't until after where I realized that they were actually hosting like big events around campus. Um, and so the biggest like change that I noticed was um, women in leadership, TMU, uh, my favorite CDU group so far. <laughs> um, they hosted a conference um, and it was basically, again, women in business. Um, and so the support there was just so nice. It was such a great event that I honestly wanted to get involved myself because I felt like I could also contribute while also learning, you know, new possible growth opportunities as well Absolutely. yeah so I wanted to get involved and um, I believe I applied in my first year and so I started out as an associate and now currently I'm like the VP of growth and development so it's such a huge progress um, yeah it's been almost three years now with that team and it's been such a great experience oh, that's really good to hear yeah and it's crazy that just one thing can change like your whole journey um, so you getting involved has obviously changed. Like you did a total like 180 mm -hmm. from exactly. <laughs> um, and now you're obviously on a, on a different path. Um, you also had said like with that um, from different experiences, your goals also change. So maybe coming in first year, um, your goals have now changed and like you're on a different journey. Um, how has those experiences shaped you? Absolutely. I definitely think goals definitely changed. Um, you know, coming into my first year, like the goal was, you know, get a good grade, get a good GPA, get a scholarship, get a dean's list,
graduate, get a job, and then there you go, you're out of TRSM for good. Yeah, the four-year four You know, <laughs> like I had like such a concrete plan, and that's who I am. I've always been like a very concrete planner because I just like to know things in advance, like how I want to plan things out. Um, but after such a, you know, turbulent first year, like I feel like the goal right now is to enjoy time while you have it. You know, spend your time doing the things that matter to you. Stop worrying about other people or other, you know, trajectories that don't concern you. Focus on what you are passionate about. If right now you're passionate about a certain course or a grade, then focus on that. But if you're not, don't make it your biggest priority. You know, because I feel like results, whether good or bad, they really show up when you truly care about something. So if you're taking the time and effort to put, you know, your actual care into whatever it is that you're doing, you will see good results. So that is like my biggest, you know, takeaway, or at least my personal goal that I've always kept, you know, even going in now into my third year. Um, stay passionate and stay true to what it is that you care about. Um, and, you know, good things come from that kind of initial gut feeling. Totally, yeah, I think that's such a good perspective to have and such an important one too, because like if you're, mental health is not where it needs to be and where it should be, um, your grades won't succeed either, right? So, and it's not always about those good grades. There's so many other experiences and services and supports and resources that are available on campus to get involved with as well too, because that's all contributes to your academic journey and like your own development as well. Um, so with that, like, can you also share maybe, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Sorry, please hold. Yeah, um, maybe so. I was gonna ask, like, do you have any supports that you've used in second year? Mm -hmm. uh, for sure, I definitely used um, peer tutoring, academic advising. Like, I feel like I learned from my experiences in first year, and I made the effort to kind of go out and seek the help that I needed in second year, so I don't make the same mistakes twice. So, because I struggled in some courses in first year. I went and looked for, you know, the peer tutoring that TRSM offers. Oh wait, sorry, pause. I think I might need to ask the question to freeze into it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, so with that, um, are there any kind of supports and services that you were able to take advantage of? Um, maybe not necessarily in your first year, but in the second year? Absolutely. So um, I really feel like I didn't want to repeat the same mistakes that I made in first year. So I kind of made the effort to kind of seek out any kind of services that would help me out in second year, especially in the beginning. Um, so I could kind of avoid, you know, facing that trajectory again. Um, so I definitely used, you know, academic advising. I used peer tutoring a lot. Um, and it was nice to have like um, such services like readily available with like a simple website click. It was so easy to kind of sign up for things. Um, especially, you know, things like the BCH where, you know, they look over your resume. That was very helpful, you know, getting into Career Boost. Um, peer tutoring, again, helps you out with courses, academic advising for, you know, your future trajectory of courses, how you want to plan that out. It was all very helpful. Um, and it kind of relieves, like, the stress that you had in first year of, like, getting things done right away. Um, these services really helped me, you know, organize myself in a way that wasn't, um, very stressful. Yeah, definitely. Do you wish, like, looking back at your first year self, you wish you had taken those adva advantage of them earlier? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. And again, like, I definitely think that has 
um, an effect on coming in from like the COVID pack, like when you're coming in from like a completely virtual setting, you're not making the effort to kind of go out there and seek services because you know, you've spent two years by yourself. Um, and so first year me was, you know, very, very shy and just not like she was in her own world. She was in her own bubble. <laughs> um, so definitely, you know, advice for any first years that are incoming. Um, if you feel like you could use support, even if you think that it's not available to you, it most likely is if you actively go search for it. So whether that be, you know, online or in person, whatever it is that you're comfortable with, make the effort to go look for something and I almost guarantee you it'll be there for you. Yeah, I totally echo that. I think there's so many supports and resources available to our students. Um, something for incoming students that they can use as a resource is the FFB newsletter that um, they'll receive every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Lots of resources and supports in there. Um, of course, we have our FFB website too. So we have a, um, a frequently asked questions page, lots of resources there. And then we also have a contacts and supports page. So there is something um, for everyone on that, and if you're looking for something specific, maybe you don't see it on the list, feel free to email us and we can also direct you as well too. Um, because there is so much offered, sometimes it can be overwhelming, but all you just need to do is reach out, look for it, um, and like you had said, like they, most things are offered um, either virtual or in person, so it depends on your comfort level, but there's totally something for everyone. And you kind of answered, um, my last question, just kind of about like if you're going back to your first yourself, what would you tell yourself? Um, is there any additional advice that you have for maybe our incoming cohort for this fall? Um, I would definitely say if you're feeling pressured to ever, um, you know, follow someone else's story or follow someone else's career path, I would definitely like sit down, take a look at what it is that you yourself are interested in. Um, and figure out what it is that you want to do, not what someone else is want to do. I know it's very, very tempting to like go on LinkedIn and like figure out like, oh, these people are doing so many X amount of internships, X amount of, you know, student group experience. And that can definitely kind of eat at you, um, make you feel like you're not doing enough. I promise you it's not like that for every single student. Every single person has a different, um, different path, I would say. Um, so be patient, you know, what's meant for you will come to you when it's ready. So don't feel like you have to chase everything at a certain period of time. Yeah, I think that is such great advice. Um, even your point about LinkedIn, right? Like LinkedIn is meant to highlight like accomplishments and successes. So when you're opening it, no one wants to share like, oh, I applied to like 20 jobs and I didn't get it, right? So LinkedIn is full of accomplishments, but that's also like a handful of people that have those accomplishments versus the rest of maybe your peers, right? So I think that's such a good point is like, stay true to yourself, find out what you're passionate about, go down your own path. It doesn't have to be what everyone else is doing. Um, you can take ideas, sure, but you definitely need to make it your own. Exactly. Awesome. So thank you so, so much for joining us today on the My Story in 30 podcast. Really, really appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having me. Good. Done. Yay! Oh wow, that's pretty good for time. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. That's really cool.